2: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
3: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
2: Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: Talk rolls on. It's the ATL show.
0: Yeah. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
4: Welcome
1: back in to the ATL show here live on a Sunday evening in the Kia Studios. Talked a lot about the NBA All-Star Saturday night, kind of what we saw during the events last night. Obviously, the actual game itself will be taking place here relatively shortly. We've also mentioned that Daytona 500 was postponed and kicked to tomorrow. And that left a little bit of an opening for sporting events today. Certainly college basketball took its place. If you're a hockey fan, maybe that uh, is what took priority. But also a big opportunity for the PGA Tour, the Genesis Invitational. And, To chat about what we saw today and what we've seen really throughout the week, because it could have been a totally different story if a couple things went different, uh, is Will Haskett, PGA Tour analyst. He's joined us on multiple occasions, and we always appreciate him stopping by, courtesy of the wadeford.com hotline. Will, how are you this evening?
5: Good. You know, I live in Indianapolis, so I thought we were going to talk All-Star game because it's in my own backyard here, but we can talk golf. That's fine.
1: I, I, I would like to boycott all all-star discussion after the way Trey was robbed in the uh, skills competition yesterday. I think, I think there was a recount. I, I wanted to slow motion it, but uh, we move we move forward anyways. So uh, l- let me ask you this here because obviously this this was a week that had real big potential, Will, and, and Tiger Woods is there, and we know what happened on the last hole uh, on Thursday – and says it's back spasms, and then unfortunately Friday has to pull out early. They can call it an illness. A lot of people are going to think it's health-related no matter what. So so we'll start here. Um, do you believe it was truly just an illness and nothing physical beyond that? And then also on the heels of answering that, what did you see from Tiger before he had to step away from the event? I do believe it
5: was illness.
1: I mean, we saw him in his own event
5: in the Bahamas in December and he was, he physically looked better. So the ankle fusion and everything that he was done to sort of correct all the issues that came from the surgery to put that leg back together after he rolled his car down the Hill after the same tournament, a few years ago, it appeared finally that he was in a, I wouldn't say a better physical shape, but in a physical way that would at least, give him the opportunity to compete sparsely in four round tournaments moving forward. And so, yes, he said his back was having spasms. Yes. He will always have questions. I mean the physical warm-up and the toll it's taking on his body. It's incredible that he still wants to try and compete at this highest level. So yes, I do believe that he was sick on Friday and that forced him to, to leave the tournament in terms of what we saw from him. Uh, You know, I got I called the first nine of his round on Thursday on PGA Tour radio on Sirius XM and then got to break it down a lot on Friday. And it's weird for me, Abe, just to look at it when when I analyze it is that it's certainly rusty. It's it's kind of crazy to say that a lot of the problems that he's having right now are short game and, you know, wedge sort of related. The, The driver speed is incredible to me, the way that he's still able to generate speed, given what his body has sort of gone through. But all the other stuff just looks like somebody that has so much competitive rust, and yet when he shows up to these tournaments and people ask him, what do you want from the week? He never takes the, I would say, the realistic approach to be like, I just want to put together four good days, whatever it is. He says, I want to win, and the only reason he's still putting himself through all this is he wants to compete. He wants to be out there. He wants to be present, but he still says he wants to win. So we have to look at it and say, okay, if that's what Tiger wants to do, then we have to analyze him as someone who's trying to win a golf tournament. And there's just, there's too many mistakes in areas of his game, wedge control, straightforward ship shots, bunker shots, things of that nature that would be so much more routine for a Tiger of 15, 20 years ago. And because he, his starts are six to eight weeks between It's just, there's no margin for error now on the PGA tour. And he's just making too many errors when we see him. So that's on top of what the body will allow him to do. So, you know, we'll see when we see him again, I'm assuming it'll be next month, probably at the player, likely at the player's championship. um, And we'll see where his body is. And if, you know, some of those little rusty areas look a little bit tighter.
1: So look, well, I think we can be honest here. Uh, A lot of people said before 2019 that Tiger would never win Another tournament much less yep. a major um mm-hmm. a- after what you saw the the early in the week here it, you got the masters coming up uh, it, do you feel he still has one or two more runs in him over the course of four days or or, or based on where he is physically uh, even worse than than pre-2019 is that just too much to ask It's weird because I I was definitely
5: in the camp of, I don't think he could win a major five years ago Win again, sure. Like things can happen, but to beat an elite field, given all the things that go into it and the probabilities of that in the first place, I would have easily, I definitely bet against him, And I was proven wrong in all of that. And his sheer will and desire makes him a factor because he's typically sharper mentally than anybody else that's out there. Really the 2019 masters proved that it wasn't, an incredibly dominating golf performance, but so many people wilted around him and his sheer force of will and the pressure that he created around others created this perfect storm to have one of the greatest stories that we've seen um, in modern golf with him coming back to win that. So I've been burned before by this question and it makes me want to not answer it the same way again, but we have to deal with the reality that he's 48 years old and a lot more has gone wrong with his body since then. The thing about it that will always give me a little pause, even though it's a very physically demanding golf course, is that Augusta National is so built for guys with experience. It's why you've seen the Bernhard Langers and Fred Couples of the world compete there at the highest level at the top of the leaderboard into their 50s and even early 60s. And so he's going to be able to play there for the rest of his life if he wants to. So could he do it again there? Yes. I I think so. Now, what's the probability of that happening? Less than 1%. But, again, I bet against him before. I don't want to bet against him again. And because the field is small, because it relies so much on course knowledge, because it relies so much on the ability to hit precision iron shots, which we still see him – he can still find the center of the club face as well as anybody else. Um, I'm I'm, I'm just not going to get burned again, Abe. I'm just not. Like, could it happen? Yes. Do I think it will happen gun to head? No.
1: Will Haskett, PGA author, PGA tour analyst, SiriusXM PGA radio uh, as well. You know, the, the Tiger thing aside, and, and we'll get to what Matsuyama did today in a little bit because that was just an incredible round, and, and yep. well, kudos to him. But th- the other crazy story out of the Genesis was this Jordan Spieth thing. And, and for those who maybe haven't heard or didn't pay attention, he was disqualified for signing an incorrect Scorecard, And I'll just be honest, like this day and age that feels like an outdated rule that costs me. Th- look, I know he was pretty far back 20 tied for 20th or whatever uh, at the time is it's clearly an accident. Like, does the punishment fit the crime? Do we need to make some adjustments uh, at this present day?
5: Well, it's a really it's a hot button issue in in diehard golf circles because there's sort of the history around the rule and you know we golfers police themselves and they're responsible for everything and so because of that even with walking scorers and cameras and everything that should take a pencil and a piece of you know cardstock paper in your pocket away from being the end all sort of be all that this is what it comes to I think it's not my place to say whether the rule needs to get redone or not I think that there has to be some lenience in certain situations, including what Jordan went through on Friday. So as we've discussed, Tiger wasn't feeling very well, had to withdraw. Jordan wasn't feeling very well. Patrick Cantlay, who probably could have won the tournament, is now coming out after the fact today that he woke up this morning with a 100-degree temperature and wasn't feeling well. So something was going through the locker room this week, and a lot of guys weren't feeling well. So when Jordan got done with his round on Friday, he needed to use the facilities. And so he went into scoring. He did all the stuff with the scorecard that had a wrong number on it. And he's like, guys, I got to go. I got I to gotta get out of here. I got to use the restroom. And by the time he came back, that score, at that point in time, he signed that scorecard. It's considered official, and he has left the scoring area. And once you've left the scoring area with things signed, it's considered official. And when he came back, and everybody's like, well, hey, you, like, you signed for the wrong score, and you left. This is what it is. That feels like to me, like, okay, listen, the guy, you got to go, you got to go, right? So can we find a way to like make this a little bit more lenient for him? But I also understand the Pandora's box that opens up if you do that. Um, Look, I I like all the modern advancements of golf. I'd like to think that we can move forward from this rule, but there are a lot of people in the game, including probably half the players out there who are like, this is what the game has always been and we're going to stick to it. So we're in that that weird tug of war between tradition and sort of modern realism where I don't really know what the what the natural solution is to appease the most people. But I would probably consider myself in the camp of there's got to be a less penal penalty in that situation for somebody, especially in that case, who is, you know, just needed to exit stage right for a minute. And I'll come back and I'll deal with this in a second.
1: You know you're just going to end with getting bathrooms getting put in the scoring area. That's that's, that's where this seems headed. From, well, John Rahm wanted more bathrooms, than we, and they gave him
5: to him. There's portalettes everywhere, and he still left the PGA Tour, <laughs> so I don't really know what to do anymore.
1: It is Will Haskett, PGA Tour analyst, joining us on the Wadeford.com hotline here on the TL show on a Sunday evening. So let, let's get to uh, the podium here, Will. Uh, Matsuyama, yeah. I, I mean, to win the event with the day he had, I, I mean, it was a tournament low 62 Uh, I I mean, just, just an incredible round compared to not just what everyone else was putting forward today, uh, but really all week. I I mean, really, really impressive stuff from him.
5: It was the Vince Carter gift, you know, midway through that back nine. I mean, it was over with an hour to go in that tournament because of what he did. And he got away with a couple of shots that I don't think were on his intended target line, like at 15 and at 16, where, you know, he just gets the perfect bounce that carries by the perfect, you know, half a foot and then rolls up there to tap in. So he didn't have to lean on the weakest club in his back of the putter. Uh, and then even afterwards, and there's some good stuff floating on social media that before his winner's interview with Amanda Baliones on CBS, they were just sort of talking back and forth to his interpreter. And he said that, you know, outside of those two great shots at 15 and 16, he thought he kind of hit it like a, a, a three over par round, which is just insane to think that he he thought he hit, shot 74 the way that he hit it and really shot 62 because of some great short game and a couple of good shots here that he may have gotten away with uh, but yeah slammed the door on that one it's his first top 10 in almost a year his first win in you know two plus years uh, I mean it's it's so important he is to the game of golf because of the spotlight that's on him day in and day out from the Japanese media and everybody over there. And that's a market that is, you know, so you know, golf crazy. So it's, it's a massive day for him. It's a massive day I think for the PGA tour to have him kind of back in the fold. Uh, but he did it with such a, it, it happened so quickly in a span of about an hour from his great chip at 11 and those two shots at 15 and 16 and then all of a sudden, like, even the guys on TV were going, oh, wait a second, like, this thing is kind of over. And that's what to say, things are over, but it was over. And Patrick Cantley and the final group were still on, I think, 14 when it all went down. Uh, it, was, it was an incredible performance for him to kind of turn back the clock and we'll see if that, you know, spearheads him forward is in better play.
1: The final question here, Will, and look, separate of what happened with Tiger Friday, this was a big week for him, and part of that – um, and part of the reason I, I, that, you know, I would lean towards what you've been saying is that the sickness was real. The illness was real is that this was a big debut for the Sunday red line. And, yep. and this was an opportunity for him, uh, if he had made the cut and all that stuff over the course of four rounds to showcase as many pieces of clothing as possible. And that there's that aspect of tiger's week as well. Look, a lot of us have undying love for Tiger Woods. He's going to be the favorite golfer for a great many people here, but be honest with me. Your, your real first thoughts on the Sunday red clothing line.
5: Yeah. I mean, look for a caveat here. I mean, I'm not having this conversation with you if it isn't for Tiger Woods. I mean, he's created the entire industry in which much of the golf media and golf channels and everything sort of exists in a lot of respects. Uh, So, I owe much and if not all of my career to what he has done to create it. I think it's a huge it's a huge gamble I think to to remove yourself from being sort of in the Jordan lane of a Nike brand that you know, we can talk about some of the missteps I guess from a clothing standpoint, but it's a huge gamble to just try and create something and bank on your name and your name only driving it forward. And the interesting about it is that it's not his name driving it forward. It's Sunday red. I understand it has a tiger image on it and the 13 stripes and the tiger uh, on the logo signify his majors, but it's not the TW logo, which he said last week is done. Like he is, he's moved on from it. He doesn't want to see it anymore. So he's sort of stripped a lot of his own name from this new line. And you're right. A lot of, I think it's marketing importance comes from him being visible and viable while wearing it you know his the shirt he was wearing friday before he withdrew was an homage to the shirt that he wore when he made his debut on the pga tour at that tournament in 1992 when i first saw it i didn't put that together and i was like that's a really weird looking shirt and then i was like oh i get it it's a throwback i don't know if that's then going to fall you know just go flying off the shelves if it was made commercially available um I I don't know. There's a part – I'm skeptical a little bit because I think it's a hard space to get into. It's a very crowded clothing space. I understand he is the needle, and he he has a lot of sway, but the stuff's going to have to look really good for it to last beyond the initial excitement of, oh, it's Tiger's new clothing. I want to go get the first shirt. That's fine. A lot of people are going to buy the first shirt. Are they going to buy the fourth, fifth, and sixth shirt? And that's just something where the jury is definitely still out because it's an interesting week of debut for it because there are some things that I think caught a lot of people in the sport just a little bit off guard in terms of its rollout, the logo, the branding moving forward. And again, like I said, if he's you know few and far between in terms of starts, how do you drive a clothing line's impact if you're not wearing it in competition very often?
1: Will, as always, appreciate your time this weekend. I'm sure as we get closer to the majors, certainly Augusta right down the road here, uh, we'll definitely try and catch back up with you. Appreciate your time here on a Sunday evening.
5: Hey, no, no. Don't take my Halliburton, Turner, and Matherin trophy away from yesterday either down there. I, I want to keep this friendship nice and friendly. I think we won it fair and square yesterday. My Pacers looked good. We'll be all right.
1: I don't understand the scoring of that. You guys should have won it going away. Somehow Somehow trade caught back up. But I, you know, who knows? Uh, <laughs> appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Yep. I was going to ask. I ran out of time. I was going to ask him just to really see if he could become an enemy of the A-Town people. If, uh, would he trade Halliburton for Trey? Because he'd probably say no, and then everyone <laughs> here would flip their – Are you kidding me? Trey's so much better now. So Absolutely. We, we ran out of time, unfortunately, uh, so I didn't get to ask him that. But appreciate Will Haskett joining us. All right, when me come back, Steakhouse earlier this week had Alex Anthopoulos, the GM of the Atlanta Braves. What did he say and what am I looking for out of spring training as things really ramp up? We'll tell you next. It is the ABTL show live from the Key Studios on Sports Radio 92.9, the game and the Odyssey app.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Back to Abe Gordon with the Abe T.L. Show. Believe it on Sports
3: Radio 92.9 The Game.
1: Back in 92.9 the game. It is the ATL show live from the Kia studios here on a Sunday evening. Was just chatting in break with Bo Johnson and Mike Keller. They're going to be following me at nine o'clock. The Bo Johnson experience. Got a lot of interesting discussions lined up there. I gave them a tip or a heads up that if they want to look like Trey Young, at least from the waist up, it's going to cost him thirteen hundred bucks. Because Trey showed up in a thirteen hundred dollar red jacket that look, I mean, look it 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 looks sharp. I'm not. I mean, I guess I don't. know. I, I don't. I'm not like <laughs> some great. I'm not some great fashion, fashion guru, guru, but yeah. I mean, I wouldn't pay thirteen hundred for it.
2: Is there a jacket you would pay thirteen hundred for? Is the question.
1: Um. In the right scenario, yes. Like in the in the weird situation that I find myself alpining um uh, <laughs> like Mount Everest, you yeah. have to have the right gear. Right. And I learned that the hard way in Cleveland because I had the wrong footwear in negative twenty mm-hmm. and my feet I almost lost the foot. I, I mean if I didn't not really, it didn't turn black, but it felt that way. <laughs> yeah. It was like I gotta get better. I got gotta get like graded shoes to to stand on sheets of ice for however long we're going to be out there with the dog so like yes like in a life-saving situation of like you don't want (laughs) to like no offense to like patagonia but like i I don't know how much their stuff costs to be graded like for everest in those temperatures (laughs) so um i would but like only if it like really required it i mean they're you know not normally, not for fashion purposes, no. Not for fashion
2: purposes. So, like, you, you wouldn't spend, like, like, if I told you, like, hey, you can have, like, a, the, a jacket Freddie
1: Mercury wore at, like, a concert. 13. Oh, you're talking about, like, you're not talking about for me to wear, though. That's, that's like, memorabilia. True, that's memorabilia. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. different. That's, fair. that's different. Um, 1300 bucks though. I mean, I look sharp, I guess. They give you so much free clothes while you're at the All Star game, too. Yes. I would be the worst yes. pro athlete. I'll tell you what. <laughs> These guys all look so sharp and I would come in looking like an
2: absolute bum. You'd look like uh how like whenever there's clips of Adam Sandler playing ball with people or just like No, in I wouldn't wear
1: like I wouldn't wear that to a game, but like I would wear the most basic, like Is he wearing those same jeans again? <laughs> okay. I'd I'd have like four pair of jeans, no matter how long the road trip was, and like either Polos or button downs, like I would just wear the same stuff. Like I'm not, I wouldn't like increase my wardrobe. No, no. Okay.
2: I it, mean, I, I it'd mean, be the same. like your. No, I don't think it I would. would. You'd probably have more stuff, but it would just be more of like the similar style. Like your style wouldn't change necessarily.
1: If you gave me like ten million dollars tomorrow, like. Upgrading my wardrobe is so far down the line of things that I would even <laughs> yeah. consider. Yeah, like I have no problem with my wardrobe, like at all. Now, if I were in the NBA, I wouldn't wear what I wear to work here at ninety two nine. Like right. two games to the arena, I would yeah. dress up a little bit, but not like crazy. You're not like
2: going you, wouldn't West see, West you wouldn't see you wouldn't
1: see me in like basketball shorts and a dry fit shirt all the time Right. like you do now unless you happen to you know we talked about me going out i i, yeah. I get a little bit yeah. nicer you know to go out but On like the score app no i'm not going to join that but <laughs> but uh yeah i i mean yeah i would i would a little bit but like i don't know unless the team required like i'm not wearing a suit to the stadium like i'm not doing that i'm not wearing whatever european cut Stuff that some of these guys, I, there's, there's a lot of shirts that have holes in weird places. I don't know what's going on with that. I'm, I, I'm just totally out. Like that whole, that whole, it's just not for me. I would just wear like, I don't know, like what most stand-up comedians wear. <laughs> besides, like, Burt Kreischer. What <laughs> okay. most of them wear just to do a show.
2: Yeah. That, we talked about Stavi
1: Baby. He wears yeah. a lot of Hawaiian shirts, so maybe not that. But, like, yeah, I would just wear a regular shirt. Like a nothing wrong with that. Like a shirt you can get for, like, $30 at Macy's. Yeah. Suddenly. You get just a nice little button-down. Yeah. I mean, like, like, if Andy Bunker, right? And a lot of you might hear me on the midday show with Andy and Randy. If if Andy Bunker were a pro athlete, and let, let's just say it's not golf because, like, you get yeah. some nice clothes and, yeah. and you get, you know, like, you, you know, the vest and the slacks. and like, You could look sharp in right. golf. I right. probably would, too. But, like, if Andy Bunker were, let, let's just say he was a great seventh-inning man, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He He's tipping 93, 94. He's got a good change to go with it. He's just a little bit of a bridge guy, maybe six inning fella. Okay, um, like he could just show up wearing like the flannel stuff he hit, that he yeah. routinely wears yeah, and look fine.
2: Flannel, and like and not a big deal. Shorts, like yeah.
1: that, yeah. Like so, like I don't think he would change to get into like high end fashion. Like I, ju- I just wouldn't. I don't know. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I have. I'm trying to think like what the most high end fashion thing I have is. And, like, because I don't like, – we talked about shoes earlier. Yeah, like, the, my shoes, most expensive yeah. pair of shoes is definitely my running shoes. Like, the, the hokas I used for the marathon were, like, on sale at, at sixty. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I just – I'm not spending 200 dollars on shoes right. that within, like, three and a half weeks I will have worn down to the metal. Like, it, it just – Makes sense. Yeah. It's just not it for me. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think, like – I mean, I do have, like, a nice tux – but I got that, like, with a friends and family discount from my buddy. It was for my buddy's wedding, and his father owns, like, a gentleman, like, clothing store, yeah, like yeah. a high-end clothing store in in Nashville. So, like, they gave us, like, a major, major di- So, like, oh, nice. in terms of actual cost, like, that tux is probably the most expensive thing I own, but it didn't actually yeah. cost me that. Like, right. he gave us, like, the, the hardcore discount. It Love was like, that. dude, it's for your son's wedding. You think I like, come on? Yeah, man. come on. Unless you want me to look raggedy, hook <laughs> it up. So I, I don't know. I, what about you, Dom? Like, what's the most exp- Is is the most expensive the- piece of clothing you have? Like shoes? No.
2: It, okay. Um- I I do branch out a little bit more with my fashion. I don't, even though I'm usually in you got a thirteen hundred same- dollar jacket. No, 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 no. I'm I'm usually in sweats and stuff here. But uh, I would say it's probably like a, a nice hoodie that I have or something like that that I paid a decent amount for.
1: Um, Did you pay over a buck fifty for a hoodie? It's probably like one twenty or something like that. That's way too much. Did I it was, come it, with like a hundred bucks in the hand warmer? No, but I,
2: it was nice. it was a I was in New York in the area. Just, why not?
1: Yeah. So. It, and that's totally fine. Like, there's just no way I could part with 150 or 120 Fair. bucks yeah. for a hoodie Listen, when I can walk into like Target time, and yeah. get like, yeah, I don't know, I just get no, like get a it. champion hoodie for <laughs> 19.99. Yeah, like, yeah. just go to. I just I'm not buying jeans for 180 bucks when I go to Old Navy.
2: I was also gonna say I have some like really nice. Uh, jerseys as well so like probably i was gonna say actually do you wear them or are they memorabilia so no like like the Najee harris uh jersey that i wore when the steelers were here like i mean
1: those cost probably buck 99 like you probably can't get away from jerseys costing 170 or more if it's a real jersey exactly i get that i i i can't pull off wearing jerseys like it just the only jersey i can wear and we've talked about this on andy randy like a soccer jersey is a regular yeah, shirt, yes, like that's yeah. a, and you know me, like dry fit only, and that Makes, works. Yeah, works. So like the that that works, but like I I certainly can't wear a basketball jersey, not with my body shape and <laughs> arm size and stuff like that. Hey man, throw it on. No, I will not. <laughs> I will throw it in the closet. Is what I will do. Football, obviously, they run big. Like it's a mess. It's yeah. just the shoulders are wide. Mine are not. It just I was say it works for me because I I have decently broad shoulders. So like. Football jerseys fit on me, and then baseball, like theoretically, could work as kind of like a, a sporty button-down type <laughs> yeah. of thing. Whatever, yeah. like, but yeah, like soccer jerseys—the only jerseys I wear. Like, I, I, that's why I have so many Atlanta United stuff, like various kits. I'm hoping I get the resurgence kit at some point because I, I, I don't. For, for those of you who didn't know, Atlanta United released—I I mean, I guess like publicly released their new kit last night or yesterday. They had kind of unofficially released it previously. Um, thanks to a couple members of the Atlanta Hawks just rocking it to a game, and everyone's like, ah, ah. And, it, like, what do you do if you're united? You can't change plans. because no. you. this it's... probably has, like, been 18 months in works, and, like, you probably had to, like, get it approved from the league office yeah. and all that stuff. Like, there's no going away from it. You kind of just have to bite the bullet and be like, thanks a lot, guys.
2: Appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Mate. Try and make make this a part of the rollout, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah. All right, so let me let me real quick. You know what? I'll save this. We, we, I keep pushing these segments. I've had a couple segments that I just I just keep reusing. I just throw them on the rundown and never use them. Keep pushing them further and further into the week. Um, Alex Anthopoulos did join Steakhouse earlier in the week. Uh, and the next time I actually bring up the segment, which will be on Tuesday, I'm going to have to say last week, he joined the Steakhouse. That's how far... We will have pushed it, but uh, just, I don't know, just fashion. this is the fashion. third time I think we've pushed this,
2: this
1: Well, combo sometimes back. <laughs> I I intend to push it. Like, yeah, it's, there it's there as filler, the, the and then holder, I'm yeah. hoping a segment sounds good and takes off, and, and we go from there. And, look, the callers have been great in, in, in terms of talk. We Look, we talked. We had a, a huge Hawks discussion on Thursday, a huge Falcon discussion on Friday. I got another big Falcon discussion for you when I'm hosting again on Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, I'll put it there. Maybe it gets pushed back again and again and again. But um I don't know. I'm amped up about the Brave season too. That that's the other thing is like we we do have quite a ways before we get to actual baseball. The first game isn't until March 28th. So, we're dealing with like what is that? 5 weeks of ramp up, but man, the attitude they've got the 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 mentality, World Series or bust, all of that stuff. Ultimately, we'll see if it matters, but they, they've got me amped up already. But then again, like, so did the Hawks, and we see what we're watching now. So did the Falcons. We know how that ended up. So maybe it's fool's gold for me. I'm the idiot who's also amped up for Atlanta United. I think they could be a top three or four seed and potentially win things this year. So we'll see how that goes. All right, when we come back here the ATL show, we're going to put a bow both figuratively and literally on the show. We're going to put a bow on the show by wrapping things up, but we're also going to put a bow on the show by welcoming in Bo Johnson and Mike Keller alongside him. The Bo Johnson experience is coming your way at 9 o'clock, but we got a little bit of time. We're going to hold on to some crosstalk in just a moment. It is the APTL Show coming to you live from the Kia Studios on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app.
0: Andy. This is the Abe
2: TL with Abe Gordon. Any more questions?
3: On Sports Radio 929 The
1: Game.
4: Maybe it's me.
1: Maybe I bore you. Welcome back in 929 the Game. The Abe TL show here. As we are nearing tip-off in what seems like it can only be rivaled by the Super Bowl pregame, the NBA All-Star pregame show has been approximately, I think they started it as soon as they canceled Daytona, and uh, it's still going on, but we're finally close to tip there on uh, one of the Turner Sports Networks, whatever you're watching it on, Um, and uh, I'm happy to welcome in Bo Johnson, Mike Keller, uh, who's just getting his start on the on-air side of things, proving how green he is, left his headphones down in the car. It's an amateur move. It's a rookie move, but at least one pro will be manning the show here starting at 9. That's Bo Johnson. He's joining me. And Michael, stop on by in a little bit. What's going on, Bo?
3: So, definite definite Bush League move by Mike. But also, if you don't know how long it takes you to get down to your car and back, because you could literally do it in like three minutes.
1: I was kind of hoping Mike that was, we saw Mike, his card.
3: Mike yeah. was going to not go get his headphones and just not use them. And I'm like, dude, go get them. Because it literally well, takes zero. Like, you can do a lot. You learn how to appreciate every second in this business, obviously. You, you know exactly how much you can get done in 30 seconds.
1: I like having you know? headphones, but you don't 100%. technically need it because unless you're taking calls, all he would need to hear is you.
3: Correct, but I like so hearing you can get away with it. But face, I so. like hearing myself yeah. in it.
1: A couple questions I've asked throughout the show today, and and I mentioned to you and break it. Kind of took us somewhere else last segment. What is the most expensive piece of clothing or fashion that you have? Because we mentioned that that Trey is is wearing a. Um, Uh, A $1,300 jacket. Well, not now. Now he's in, like, his all-star gear. But on his way into the stadium there in Indianapolis, he was wearing a $1,300 jacket. So what is the most expensive piece of clothing that you own?
3: Uh, Shoes, and it's not even close, and it's upwards of $300, but I've only done that, like, twice. And I still have them. Are they Uh,
1: sneaks, dress shoes? Jordans, yeah. Okay. yeah, Yeah.
3: Um, and then I have some some novelty suits. I don't even own a suit. If I had a loved one,
1: I've seen tomorrow, you in the novelty stuff. Yeah. I had
3: to go to a funeral. All I have is a, a pinstriped I have a pinstriped blazer that's an How actual tall are legit you? looking blazer, six foot. I don't know, man. Hopefully I'm not gonna have to go to I a funeral, just... Abe. That's not what I was getting at. But I have some novelty suits like I have a, I have a purple suit. I have a, a you got a Christmas suit, a Halloween a suit. Christmas you got you yeah. got a lot of the holiday. And those run year. you about 200 Those aren't too bad. But yeah, shoes. I don't own like an expensive suit. I don't own an expensive jacket like Trey's wearing. <laughs> Thirteen hundred bucks you're, dude. live within your means, man. I,
1: I like I was joking earlier, Bo. I think you could take all of my clothing and add it up without the suit, like maybe not the suits. But, like, everything else, like, just add it all together, it maybe is $1,300. let us see. I may have
3: $1,300 worth of T-shirts hanging in my closet. That's so many T-shirts. Let's see. $1,300. Getting ripped off. T-shirts are expensive. Yeah, I, I mean. Oh, yeah, dude. I probably have $3,000 worth of T-shirts. Thirteen, 1300 or $4,325 or $30 T-shirts is $1,300. That's only. I have probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I over, try and well find over a hundred. I try and
1: find shirts for like eight bucks. They're just dry <laughs> fits or whatever. Like this shirt, I don't know what this shirt costs. Probably more than eight bucks.
3: Beware just regular t-shirt. Like I'm talking about. Yeah, just like you you have other fun yeah. shirts. Yeah.
1: No, I, you know stuff people have to create and make. That's gonna cost you more. Hey, Bo. Uh, uh, another question we talked about early on the show, and we really didn't even get a chance to break down our entire All Star Saturday Night thoughts. Uh, but. We got into a discussion. I had had some good caller participation, certainly got it going on Twitter as well. If you can make one change to All-Star Saturday night to make it better, uh, a better experience, a better uh, grouping of events, do you have one suggested change you would make?
3: Well, I, you know, honestly, the the skills competition was kind of weird. Uh, I don't know if that's even necessary.
1: I don't know. So, they used to do it as individuals. And now the, it's a it's, team thing. Now I it's a definitely team thing. either
3: scrap that or change it. The shooting, it the passing, and the...
1: Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what's going on there. The, we, we talked about a variety of different possible events that that you could have in, in terms of... Like, if you're going to... You could go back to... like They used to have games of horse. Sure. But I, I think you need an event that's going to be timed because... Guys get too tricky with their shots and just start whiffing uh, time after time, and then no one picks up a letter because no one can make their first shot. So, I I don't know. I I suggested that – because, look, there's a bevy of issues with the slam dunk competition. We all know that. But I I suggested you hold the first round of the three-point contest, then the slam dunk competition, then the finals of the three-point contest.
3: That's and, what I and would do. the finals of the dunk contest? Or no, no, hell, no. Dunk the dunk contest? gets
1: held all because no one cares anymore. Do so you think the
3: three-point contest is a bigger draw? It might be at this point, actually. So I, here's I, the I thing. I thought the Steph Curry SI stuff was – that, that three-point contest was the most fun thing that happened It was.
1: I just don't know how, how often they can they'll attempt keep that to do going. It. They'll, they'll do it next so year. So here's the thing. Here's I mean, the thing that everyone's suggesting.
3: Because who are you going to put in next
1: year? Everyone's suggesting you team Sabrina Ionescu – with Caitlin Clark, now we don't even know if Caitlin Clark to go pro. It's just an assumption that she'll be uh, taken by the Indiana Fever. There's, she still has a year of eligibility. If she wants to remain there. Everyone says that Ionescu and Caitlin Clark against Steph and someone. The problem is I don't Are know who you would pair Steph another with. Another male NBA yeah, player. Yeah, I don't know who you would pair Steph with. I mean, Dame's won back to back, but pair him with his nephew Trey. Then why not? I mean, he he's had the same score that Sabrina Ionescu had, so. Well, they all got beat by the girl,
3: though. That, that's that's the fun part. Like, she's so much better of a shooter than, than everybody else. Like,
1: is she? She, like, was, I, like, she was Saturday night. Here's the thing. But she wasn't. And, and here's the thing. And, and I, look, this is going to get taken the wrong way. And, and I understand how it sounds. I'm not trying to, like, dump on her. It One, it was very impressive that she was shooting from the NBA three-point line and not the WNBA line. But she was using a WNBA ball. Correct. So she has more room for error
3: on her shots. It's
1: a smaller ball. She has more room for error. So I understand the score she put up. It's probably likely that if the NBA guys were used to shooting with a ball that size, they're also hitting into the 30s. Maybe. It's pretty likely. They don't miss by much.
3: Well, I think that if she's going to shoot from the NBA three point line, she should have been shooting with the NBA ball. It's not like she's never played with it before. And that whole thing, like, I don't know why Kenny Smith got so roasted for suggesting that she play, she shoot. She may have never missed a shot shooting from the women's line, which is only a foot closer. Yeah, though, it would
1: have been a big deal for me. Yeah, it, 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 she it, said it, she shoots from the. They men's had line the glass anyway. court. They could have drawn it out the however, yeah, you however could they have, wanted you could to. Have they reset
3: didn't... the line, which yeah. would have been a cool way to use the LED court.
1: Uh, yeah. Mike but, Keller has finally. Surface from the depths. the depths of the of the parking garage. She's got his headphones on. Finally, don't now, leave them here. They will before be gone. I
3: <laughs> before I suggested you go grab your headphones out of the car. I failed to ask you if you're even parked in this deck. So yeah, my so at least you were. At least no. you weren't parked down the street. And I sent you on a block down the street to get. Oh, uh, I would have been so.
4: sprinting. That would have been <laughs> that would have been terrible. But now, luckily, right here, just had to go grab them real fast. I'm glad to see that this. All star game is finally. It finally up got and going. Uh,
1: they they're they're at a crazy pace already. Uh, it actually just looks like a regular Hawks game with the way the scores are midway through the first quarter. But that's neither here nor there. A lot of a lot of alley oops and dunks and, and nonsense. Uh, Bo, I know you are spoken for. Uh, Mike, I don't know your situation. Do you do you currently have a significant other? I do not. Okay, so you're to some extent in the same uh, in the same situation I am in. Mike, would you ever sign up for? A, first off, are you on any dating apps?
4: Yeah, I'm, okay. on, I'm on Hinge.
1: Look I am on me. Hinge too. I will <laughs> definitely not try and find your profile. Don't worry about it. Um, would you ever sign up for a dating app that requires you to have a certain level of credit score to be accepted into the pool? Oh, phew. is your credit uh, is, score made public? Is that what we're,
3: or you just have to have the score to get in there? But, you, but so it's there's not... a
1: new dating app called Score. That is essentially they're saying that you have to have a credit score of 675 or higher to even be accepted into the dating pool
4: that they're putting forth. I mean, that's like, you're almost skipping past dating. Like, you need to know my entire (laughs) financial stability before I can bring you out for a coffee. Well, now,
3: this this app is clearly made for people that are looking for someone they can have a future with. Yeah. Uh,
1: You know. I think I I think this is a doomed future because they're placing too much emphasis on the wrong things. I also think it's just are a they? total yeah 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 they I definitely mean, are. It's all optional. I also think it's just a total scam that they're going to sell your credit scores off to a bunch That's of companies. More than likely, what's they, happening they, here? They're <laughs> not going to have yeah I like they, dude. They they in the write up about this new app, it says that if you get rejected by the app, they will send you material on how to raise your credit there score you That's and. Fun. Like that's that's, that's a suck nice. no because then now they're directing you to stuff that they have partnerships credit score with and, dot
3: com probably pays for the entire thing
1: yes I'm just telling you it ju- it's just a scam there's not going to be any commercials about we met each other on score dot or whatever <laughs> the app <laughs> it's going to be like we raised our profiles <laughs> then so we immediately
3: so. went out and bought a house
1: <laughs> I don't know that that's that's I I'm just a little. I don't
4: know. It's not for me. It's not for me. I mean, they got a dating app for farmers to hook up. Why can't people? True. Yeah, but
1: you're t- talking t- credit. You're talking about lifestyle choices that that are important. I don't think pure financials is a necessarily a lifestyle choice. Tr- like, well, I understand lifestyle if you're looking-
3: choices can affect your credit score I mean, and true. financials.
1: So- Man, some of the farmer stuff, by the way, like.
3: Are you a member of uh, Farmers no? I'm,
1: I'm not. I'm not. If Farmers I was single,
3: only. I don't think FarmersOnly.com was a thing before Tara and I started dating. That was uh, four years ago, I think. I would have signed up for it just for S and giggles, you know. Um, yeah, like, are the there's pro probably like? some look. Just because you live on a farm doesn't mean that you're a straight up, you know, redneck. No offense to anybody that's, you know, but I, you don't necessarily have to have buck teeth and drive a tractor to work. To be on farmersonly.com. Well,
1: now like, they've got the show. Not it a not, show? Not Farmers oh, Only, wow. but like the, 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 sh- there's a show on TV that's like The Farmer Needs a Wife or, or whatever it's oh, called. It's called Reality and Show. It's, yeah. yeah, it's just a bunch of hot blonde females who want to like chill with animals and like bang some dude who's rocking suspenders or whatever farmers are doing out there all day. Is, are these, are, are these feed? females
3: with fetishes? Probably. And, and not do- necessarily just farmers.
1: I, I think there's also a premise that farmers have money because they have land. I think there's they're, they're probably a little bit of gold well, digging. aspect Land's the most to valuable. You know, well, I'm saying there's, there's, a, there's a gold digging aspect yeah, to it sure. as well. It just I I don't know. I'm just not getting on this this app. That I would love places to take, the emphasis I would love on my credit score. No, I
3: would not join that one because you're probably right. Like your stuff's going to get sold off bad. Oh, it's immediately get sold. Credit. It's such a scam. I would love to take a look on FarmersOnly.com now. Unfortunately, I'm taken, so I'm not going to do that. Tara, if you're out there listening, <laughs> that then prevented you. Huh? Talk it through with her. What what is going on? Farmers only. Yeah, be like, hey, splitting? just for a joke. Hey, babe, just just see what's babe, on there. I, nah,
1: I'm not actually looking. But the show content that I'm getting from this app is, I, you, I gotta stay on it.
3: Is that where you got the jousting chick? No, Don't no, lie. no. <laughs> there was
1: you. There, no way. <laughs> I, I sent, I sent our, our midday show group a, a profile. I've never seen anything like it on one of the apps. It, it, look. I mean, there's a chance someone knows this chick or even that she's listening. But, like, the whole, like, first, like, half, like, the part of the profile that pops up first when you, when it, when you, you, say you, say you swipe left, right, and someone else, the the new profile pops up, and it talks about, like, I practice jousting, and, like, that's, that's, like, with armor, like, actual yeah. jousting yeah. on a horse. I'm, I'm like...
3: A, I would have swiped on that one. <laughs> Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. First of all, you yeah. I thought that we were going to sandbag jousting at yeah. all. You just mean Or somebody just... that has armor, even if armor. you're a cosplayer. Yeah. Right. right. Having armor? actual armor is amazing.
3: Let's put on some freaking armor and go at each other with swords one night.
4: That's so much cooler than anything <laughs> yeah. I have Does she work in like,
2: medieval times? She probably does. I
4: don't know. I would the, hope
3: so. The shield I was, was like
4: a little know. wooden
3: shield. It kind of looked yeah. like it wasn't authentic, like what they actually used. Okay. You know, it's, I feel like it's even cooler if she didn't work there. She's that, just doing God, it for the love of the game. You're missing a point. Yeah. That, that, that,
1: if you're but really trying liper, to
3: find. She's thinking maybe, maybe that should be like a a, a secondary thought You or yeah. don't lead with
1: that. You do not lead with that.
3: Well, you're saying do, that's you, the you, best she has to offer is that picture of her in jousting gear. Yeah, what do you lead right. with?
4: I, will, I like lazy Sundays and going out sometimes. That's 90% of other. Or a picture of her from
3: way
1: up here. How many people travel,
4: by the way? What is up with that? Yeah, I, I agree. So with many people. people. I don't know where they have money to just travel. Young people, my they, age too, like mid twenties, they're that just I'm traveling. Like, make sense. It's all they do. It's ridiculous. I don't know
3: where this is coming from, but I have dating friends. apps. I don't know.
4: Oh, I do. I have
3: friends. I'm in a, a text chain with a bunch of people that I work at, at the ballpark, and Tara and I, I think, are probably the older two in of all of our friends. Most of them are in their twenties. They are all
1: always out of town. I don't Vegas, I, now, I will say this. Miami. I, I, I will the say Bahamas. this.
3: Like, where do y'all get all this freaking money from? Well, we're also play? in
1: a different age now where working remotely is a lot more, one, accepting, this but this also possible. And so yeah. you can be mm-hmm. else, uh, you know, uh, to that extent, you can do this. Uh, but uh, whatever. But how much are you working then? When I was in my I 20s, though,
3: you also, you know, at least I did, and I bet some of these kids are too, or I bet a lot of kids are, as soon as you establish a first line of credit, because, you, you know, once you go to school and you spend some money and stuff, you have enough credit to get credit cards. Dude, I got credit cards, and I started going to WrestleManias. <laughs> so I did the same thing they're doing. Yeah. It still costs you, And, I went, and I went to concerts. No, it does cost you, but it, it doesn't cost you up front. You don't have to have a stack of cash to go take a trip. You just yeah. have to have credit, you know? So that's probably what's going on.
1: All right, Bo Johnson and Mike Keller coming up next. You guys are on from 9 until – are you going all the way to midnight? 9 to midnight, baby. I know you're talking a little bit wrestling. I saw your rundown. Uh, I snuck a peek. I saw Day Day is going to join you guys in a little bit. What else you guys got going on the Bo Johnson? Well, Are you calling it the Bo Johnson experience? It is the Bo Johnson okay. experience. What else we got going on tonight? We're going to figure
3: tonight. out why Dwayne Johnson is one of the most hated human beings in the, on the planet right now. But so the Falcons, if you break it down, the Falcons basically have three options at quarterback. Now, you can <laughs> not pile, if you listen to my
1: callers. Can, they don't.
3: You can pile a <laughs> bunch of names into each option, but they're all similar options. One might be to sign a veteran or trade for a veteran. So, each of these options will affect the draft differently. So, we're going to put on our GM hats and explore those options and say what we would do in the draft. There's one option
1: One option you're not considering. I'll tell you sign what it is in guy. the break. But uh, that's going to do it for the ABTL show. Uh, I will be back with you on Tuesday and Wednesday evening, ninety-to-nine The Game tonight. Uh, speaking of those options, I'm going to have a quarterback discussion in regards to the Falcons. What if plan A doesn't work? And I don't mean you try something and it just doesn't play out on the field. What if you don't even get plan A on the roster? What is plan B for Terry Fontenot, Raheem Morris, Zach Robinson, and the Atlanta Falcons? That's going to be the main talker on Tuesday night. But until then, right now you got the Bo Johnson experience and a bunch of fun stuff for President's Day. Hope everyone enjoys what might be a day off for them tomorrow. I'm going to wake up and go for a run. And uh, that's pretty pretty much my... I'm spending my day off. This is a nice little stroll with Chipper. So uh, until you hear from me again on Tuesday night, I hope everyone in Atlanta has a great President's Day weekend.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours